Yes, and welcome back to the Wildcard Rewind. It is Monday, we are here, we've got a super amazing guest joining us this week, but first, let's play the intro music. I just want to rewind, to when we were young back to all those good times, take me back to the start. <laughs> Oh, it's Monday. We're back. It's draft week. We are bringing a mock draft to you this week. And we couldn't think of a better guest to bring in. We've brought the big man himself, Murph, or at Murph underscore NFL. How are you doing, mate? I tell you what, I'm really excited for this super awesome guest that you've got coming on. I can't wait for him. Like, he sounds incredible because it's not me because I'm an, an absolute, like, Muppet. Uh, <laughs> no, really, no seriousness. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing good, boys. I'm pleased to be on. Like normally, I'd be finishing up my show, but we've just moved to Thursdays, which means I can, uh, I can come on. So this is like the first Monday I've had free to do someone else's pod. So I'm, uh, I'm absolutely delighted. I can't wait. Uh, it's draft week. I love draft week. Um, I can't wait to uh, pick apart your picks as much as possible and embarrass you on the show, so I never get an invite back. Like that's uh, that's how this works, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's going to be amazing. We're going to we're going to smash this draft. We're going to walk away with A pluses, and it's going to be great. Um, I don't know about A pluses. You haven't seen my uh, my picks yet, you know. But um, but Murph, to be honest, mate, we've I've always wanted you to come on this show, and when you when you said that you were moving the the flagship show. I was like, oh, we need we need to get Murph on. I think I said it to Mags and Hannah one of the first times. Was like, we need to get you on. And I couldn't think, you know, f- for somebody who knows so much about just the NFL in general, I was like, oh, we need to get you on around draft time as well. But um, before we get into our draft, we'll we'll bring on that special, amazing super guest that we've got, Mags. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's me. Yeah, that is Recurring that is who I've been waiting for. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Yeah, no. it's uh, it's a pleasure to be on here. Um, thank you for inviting me. You know, it's it's great. Yeah. Great how intro as well. How, how are you doing anyway, Max? Are you okay? Well, I was doing okay until before we started recording. Murph, it's like just so you know, you cannot pick the right player for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers whenever you're drafting for them. Like, it's not going to go well for you. So now I'm like, I'm like slightly apprehensive. I'm like tearing up my notes. Uh, so we'll, if you see me frantically scrambling, it's it's me trying to find. Someone who's not an offensive lineman to draft for the Buccaneers. <laughs> that, but no, as you go, if you pick an offensive lineman, you're doing well. Offensive lineman or safety. Okay. If you uh like okay, if okay. you if you go quarterback, we might have to I might just leave. Okay. I've already got one quarterback on the I've already got one quarterback on the roster who I'm prepared to like <laughs> shout down every week in Baker Mayfield. <laughs> if I have to have two, that might just end yeah. it for me. Like I might just have to like get rid of my Tampa Bay Buccaneers clothing and just be a neutral for the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max, I've really bad, ha- I've it's really bad enough ha- having Baker. It's bad enough having Baker on your roster. Like I can't imagine what Cleveland had to go through, or the Rams, or Carolina, or whatever other team has had Baker Mayfield. Like mm-hmm. now we've got to go for it as well. Like oh, really? <laughs> oh, God, I'm not excited. I'm so not excited for it. <laughs> So, so yeah, Mag. So I hope you make the right pick because we, we don't want any more of this. But um, but yeah. So what what we're gonna do? We, we we're gonna run through. Uh, we're gonna run through all thirty two teams. Well, 30, 31 This thirty one picks in the first yeah. round. Um, yeah. We we might see some trading. I've I've made notes of some trades that are, I'd like to happen Ooh. for my positions. But we're gonna take we're gonna take it in turns. Um, and Mags, we, we're gonna start with you with um, yeah. the the one hundred and one. And the Carolina Panthers. Who do you think the Panthers are going to draft? Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you worded it like that. Like, who do you think they're going to draft? Not who do I think they should draft? So a while ago, we sort of read that obviously whenever the Texans were, were, were two on the clock and, and the Bears saw the first pick, we were like, kneeled in, lock it in. Bryce Young is going to be the first quarterback off the board. Then, lo and behold, Carolina trade up to number one, and all of a sudden, Bryce Young isn't the first quarterback off the board for no reason at all. Now it's kind of flipped the other way around, and it's back to being Bryce Young as that guy expected to be the number one pick. I think that's who they will take. I don't know. I've got more reservations about Bryce Young personally than I would with like a CJ Stroud, perhaps, but I do think that... When it's all said and done, Bryce Young will be the first name you hear read out 
on draft day. So I think the Panthers will go for him. Yeah, hard hard to disagree. Hard to disagree. Murph, Murph do you agree with that? I I I still I've been on the thought that they would draft CJ Stroud. I'm not really buying what's been said in the media about it. I mean, look, it could be. I think these guys are very close in eval, right? I don't think you're going to get either one wrong. I think from a scheme perspective, from a Frank Reich perspective, CJ Stroud is a better fit. I think for what he wants to achieve and what he wants to do with his offense, plus, you know, given their strengths and what they've got in the team, CJ Stroud to me seems to be a better fit. Like that, I'd look at that and think that's quite a natural fit and would work nicely. Just think, CJ Stroud. I'm with you, Max. I think he just has a slightly better ceiling. I think we kind of yeah. know what Young's going to be. Bryce Young's going to be fine, right? He's going to be. Let's start with this. I don't think either quarterback is a stellar quarterback option. I'm not talking about these guys are going to be top ten in the positions. Like these guys are that tier down, that eleven yeah. to twenty, where we would expect their careers to be. And listen, they could come out and and be better than that. And I'm not saying they can't, but realistically, I, I look at these two and think. They're starter-level NFL players, 100%. They're definitely better than what came out of last year's draft. But I don't see yeah. either of them being the Taro, the Trevor Lawrence, the Justin Herberts, the Tewers, yeah. the Kyler Murrays of, of the world. So I think, yeah, it, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. But I don't think, I think I would take Stroud because I think he's got the higher ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. I, mean, I am inclined to agree with you. But let, let's let's see where you go. Murph, uh, I, I like something you said in one of our group chats the other day. So I gave you the, the 102 just so you can have the Texans. Uh, where, where, would, where, where do you think this pick's going to go? Right. So where I think it goes is they'll they'll take the quarterback that's left over, which is CJ Stroud. And I think they'll, they'll run to the podium and, and do that. It's not what I would do if I was the GM of the Texans. If I was the GM of the Texans, I'm taking you know, Will Anderson Jr. Like all day long. He's the best player in this draft. The reason why I think it, these are different scenarios, right? I don't think Carolina are that far away from competing. I think they're a few yeah. pieces, but I don't think they are a million miles away. So them taking a quarterback, trading up to one, getting quarterback. I don't think I would have done it in this draft as a GM, but I whatever, fine, I get it. The Texans are miles away. Like, we're talking about they couldn't be further away from competing if they try. Now, having yeah. a co- rookie quarterback under contract is a bit of a cheat code when you're competing. And we've seen this the last few years. Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles get to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, Bengals get to the Super Bowl. Your Kansas City Chiefs, Mags, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. first Super Bowl under rookie contract. You know, the idea is you bring in that rookie quarterback when the rest of the team is pretty much almost ready, about a year or two ready away from competing, and then the quarterback settles in, they all build together, and then all of a sudden they elevate up that year two, year three of that contract to be an elite-level team that compete for division titles, Super Bowls, etc. And that's the trend that we've seen in the last few years. And it all started with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks when they won their Super Bowl, right? And we've seen this trend ever since. Yeah. And that's how you build a good roster. The Texans are so far away that they're never going to get the benefit of that. So even if CJ Stroud is an amazing, and the exception to this rule is an elite level quarterback falls in your lap. So you absolutely are not passing on Trevor Lawrence at the 101. You're absolutely not passing on Joe Burrow at the 101. Like you're taking these players because they're elite players who elevate your franchise. I don't think either of these quarterbacks are. So for me, you take the best player on the board. You keep building a team. In three years' time, the Texans, with some smart draft picks, with some smart free agency acquisitions and trades, could probably end up as a pretty decent team that could compete. And then you go and get your quarterback. And you either draft one, you pick, you trade for one, whatever it is. Yeah. So I wouldn't take CJ Stroud here because as a GM of the Texans, because I don't think it makes sense. Like you just get away. And we've seen this with the Jets. The Jets keep taking quarterbacks far too early. They take quarterbacks, they overdraft them. They take, at, yeah. you know, this sort of range. And I think CJ Stroud is better than, you know, Zach Wilson and, um, Sam Darnold, but I don't think he's much better. I don't think he's like miles away from them. I think they're, you know, I think he's a better quarterback than them prospect wise, but I don't think he's like generationally a brilliant quarterback. Yeah. So when the Jets have made these mistakes 
and have shown that you take a quarterback, you don't surround them with talent, they're guaranteed to fail. And they, they're not the only ones. There's other two. They're just the ones that come to sort of front of mind because uh, they've done it twice in, in recent years. So I think for me, yeah, I just think taking taking a rookie quarterback, unless they're in a generational talent, when your roster is not ready to compete, and I think Carolina are in a very different place, then I just think it's a mistake. So I would, I would take Will Anderson Jr., but that's not going to happen. They will take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young because – they haven't got a quarterback on roster. They've kind of tipped their hand, right? They're not going to roll with Davis Mills for another year, which I think is a mistake. I actually think Davis Mills is an all right quarterback. I think he'll suit the needs of what they need for right now. And then you can go and look next year and see what happens. But yeah, Will Anderson Jr. would be who I take, but it won't be, be CJ Young or, or CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, whoever falls to them. But in this case, it'd be CJ Stroud. Yeah, I think the, the signing of, of Tunsil kind of really cemented that right there. Obviously, you don't bring him in to protect Davis Mills, right? You bring him in to to protect your new yeah. quarterback, I think. Yeah. And they haven't signed a quarterback. So that's the other, you know, they could have gone out and got, you know, one of these quarterbacks in. They could have got a Baker Mayfield as a bridge. They mm-hmm. could have got, you know, um, Andy Dalton. They could have got, they could have got Sam Darnold. Like they could have gotten one of these bridge quarterbacks uh, for a year yeah. or two, but they, they haven't. You know, and they they've decided that they're going to go quarterback. They just have they haven't officially announced it, but that's where they're going to go. So, uh, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't it be the most Texans thing to just they just draft Anthony Richardson? That would be the most Texans thing, or like Will Levis, right? They just go and do that and just go full Texans well, on everyone and just. Well, well that up. is the rumor. That is the rumor uh, uh, going around. Is they're interested in Levis? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't hasn't Will Levis in the last few days like shot up? Uh, Vegas rankings and all that, and they're basically saying he's favourite to come second off the board now. Oh my! I tell you what, I mean, if that happens, if that happens, I tell you what, the Texans just are deciding they want to pick one every year for the next five years. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's right though, isn't it? If they take Will yeah. Evans and he's as bad as they think he is next year, they've yeah. got the one again, and then they'll be going. Tell let's what, take actually. let's take another QB, and then and then we'll go back to what you said, Murph, and God, you should have just taken Will Anderson Jr. And gone, do you know what? We built a team and then taken a QB next year and gone, now we've got the players around him as well. And not to not to make fun of your team, Paul, but this is what this is what Arizona did. They got hmm. desperate, they took Josh Rosen, didn't work, went back in and took <laughs> and took Kyler Murray. And yeah, it didn't work. Like it didn't work taking Josh Rosen. Do, do and, you mean and, and superstar like, Josh Rosen that told us in a press conference that he was going to win loads of Super Bowls for us? I, Josh <laughs> Rosen, when he did that post draft, do you know what? I really liked Josh Rosen as a prospect. And then he did that interview, and immediately my whole perspective was this kid's going to fail because he had. I, I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to generate that chip on his shoulder of being, hey, look at me. I'm going to come out here and be different because I got, I he went the Aaron Rodgers route. I got passed over by all these players and everyone's going to live to regret it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so, so he's kind of made himself look. And the point is, he put a target on his back day one and you're never going to come back from that unless you're generationally good. And he wasn't. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I've derailed this draft already by talking about loads of quarterbacks. So <laughs> no, 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 don't worry about it. Um, I was just going to say, he's been with um, the Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Bucks, the 49ers, the Falcons, the Browns, and the Vikings since he was drafted. And he was yeah, drafted. Most of those were on practice squads. Yeah, most of those were on practice squads. Like he never, he never appeared on the Buccaneers roster. He was on the practice squad with us. But yeah, but that's that's think... how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Yeah, I mean, there's talent there, but you know that's yeah. not everything in this league. You know, you got to have a lot up here, and, and yeah, he just didn't have the temperament. I think not the book smarts, but the temperament to succeed. So, so to to get this draft back on track, uh, I'm uh, I give myself the Cardinals because why wouldn't I? You know, yeah. And um, there's lots of speculation about us trading out this pick, um, and. I know a lot of people, a lot of Cardinal fans are saying, oh, we should trade back, we should trade back. And a lot of them are saying we're going to trade with the Colts. Now, I think if we could get something out of the Colts, but I, the Colts are not stupid. They're not, going to, they're not going to sit there and go, oh, you're just trying to build up the price just so we'll take a QB. The Cardinals are not going to take a QB in this draft. They know they're not going to. The Colts want the QB. So I don't think the Colts will trade with us. So in my honest opinion, I think the smartest thing to do is to take Will Anderson Jr., and as you just said, Murphy is the best player in this draft. 
and he's he's a talent that we need in our team. So I I, I won't say much more because we're we're going to play catch up a little bit. So uh, Max, we'll go to you with the fourth pick. Where where are you going with that one? I think this one's a slam dunk. I I I, I think this will happen. Just based on who's running the show now at the Colts, the kind of offense that he wants to run. I think the Colts at four take Anthony Richardson that high. I think he's going to go at four to play under Shane Steichen, who has, you know, obviously worked with Jalen Hurts, using that heavy run game with the quarterback. He is so raw. He has so much to work on. But Mm -hmm. I guarantee Shane Steichen is licking his lips, looking at the possibility of Anthony Richardson being his starting quarterback. And they could just give him the Justin Fields treatment as well, where you slowly, you know, introduce the playbook, get him to do simple things like nothing too fancy, but use his legs a lot to to try and win. I think Anthony Richardson under Shane Steichen, that's maybe the best chance that he has to succeed in the NFL, barring, you know, some ridiculously good landing spot where he gets to sit beside behind somebody and and learn and hypothetically learns for a year. I think if he's going to start day one, the best chance he has is that the Colts and Shane Steichen. Murph, you're not you're not happy, Murph. <laughs> I just I'm a Florida Gator, right? I've watched I watched every game that Anthony Richardson has played. And let me tell you here, he's yeah. not good enough to play in the NFL. I'm just going to say this out loud. He's not good enough to play in the NFL. He is not a good quarterback. He is an athletic freak who everyone yeah. thinks they can mold into this amazing quarterback. The guy finished college playing 15-odd games. He got a 57% completion rate. Like, he does that in the NFL. He's not going to be playing many games in the NFL. And, and yeah. the comp to Fields is absolutely spot on because Fields is barely good enough to play in the NFL. Everyone talks mm-hmm. about Justin Fields as this absolutely unbelievable quarterback. He's 5-20 and 20 as an, an NFL starter. Like... They finish with the one pick. <laughs> like it's not like yeah. if that's where we're setting the bar for success here, it couldn't get any lower. Like we're gonna finish last. Okay, fine. Like that's where Anthony that is in Anthony Richardson's range of ink outcomes. He can finish last in the NFL as a starter because someone has to. The bottom line is Anthony Richardson is a player who, as you say, is so raw. The guy didn't play enough in college, he didn't play, and listen, he played elite competition. And still looked back average. Like he just is an athletic freak who can do. He could potentially, I think he's the sort of player that needs to sit for two years and needs to sit behind someone. So I would look at the teams that have aging quarterbacks. So for me, the best landing spot for me for him would be if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. That would be the landing spot I would have him because I think two years yeah. under, not that Aaron Rodgers would give him any form of coaching, but it, in in the theory that Aaron Rodgers is like, well, you can play until you retire, and this guy's going to take over because Aaron Rodgers mm. is realistically going to play what two years, maybe three at a push. I think that's the spot, and I think that because I'm not worried about what he can do with his legs and making plays with his legs. I'm worried about what he does with his arm. And if yeah. he could sit and learn from Aaron Rodgers for two years, I think he'll become a, a, a player that could last in the NFL. But he needs that kind of mentoring, coaching, and developing. I don't think starting him day one is is a good idea. So I think realistically the Colts probably trade out of this pick because that's what Chris Ballard does. He typically tends to yeah. trade. I think they'll find someone desperate enough to take Anthony Richardson, and I think they'll take them for a song um, and move back to do later on in the first round, which I don't think is a good move for the Colts because I think they need to take an elite player. But yeah, I don't think Anthony Richardson's the answer. But because I think I'd rather just rock up with Gardner Minshew for the year. But you're not going to learn behind Gardner Minshew. But I'd play Gardner Minshew no. if I was the Colts. I'd play Gardner Minshew for the year. Gardner Minshew's a decent quarterback. He's good enough to start in the NFL. I'd play Gardner Minshew for the year. I would take a player in the trenches, build the team up, and then go again. Do you, you see any the, possibility? You do you see any possibility of you know Richardson getting like, you know, like getting Malik Willis here? Like, is he going any chance he slips like out of the first round and keeps dropping and dropping? Do you see that happening? At all? No, no, he tested, he tested too high. Someone's going to pay the premium yeah. for him. I just think you have to be, and I think this, and I think the Colts could take him because Chris Ballard is relatively safe as a GM. Shane Steichen's brand new coach. I think the two could probably get away with him whiffing. 
but I think I just think it would be a mistake. I just think for me, he will get taken in the first round because he's an unbelievable athletic freak and someone will believe they can fix him and coach him and develop him. And because that's what he needs, but he needs to go somewhere where he can sit for two years and develop under a good coach. Like, like I said, the Jets, anyone that's in the succession planning mode, anyone that's thinking about, we've got an aging quarterback. We're thinking of the next generation. Um, I, the Rams under Matt Stafford, He's not going to fall the way to the second round, but if the Rams got into yeah. a, if they were able mm-hmm. to trade, I don't think they will. But if he was able to trade up, that would look like a nice landing spot. You know, you look at Seattle, who they could get away from the Geno Smith contract after one year, two years. That could be interesting. Uh, even my Arizona, second, you that's know. my second spot for him. Is Seattle? That's yeah. my second spot. I think that would it's work. not about even even Arizona. You know, I mean, I know they pay Kyler. Mm-hmm. Again, they've got a get-out option. That's I don't think they will, but I'm just saying. There's a mm. few places where he could go, um, depending on how they want in the directions. But, yeah, I, I just think it would be a mistake drafting him this high. Put put it this way, Murph. If uh, the, the Cardinals draft Anthony Richardson now, I'm going to pray that Baker Mayfield stays with the Bucks for at least five yeah. years. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay? If you're going to bring that I kind mean, of misery to my team, I'm going to bring it to you. I love Anthony Richardson, but I just don't think. And I, and I understand what I, you're saying. What's the I don't get it. What's the love about him? Like Everyone loves him because he did really well in a gym test. Let's just yeah. get it right. Everyone loves yeah. because of what he did in the gym test. Like he he okay, he was really good at jumping and running and sprinting and going around some cones. Like, if that's great, go and watch your local sports day. I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of things to go and watch down there that's just as exciting yeah, as I, I, I have to take part in that. <laughs> did you not see that sweet, sweet backflip though, Murph? That that backflip was glorious. That was so nice. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. I'm sure there's a local gymnastics club where you are that you can go and watch practice. If we're going to watch what he did like as a player, it wasn't great to watch. I know. I lived it. I did live and watch that for a season. Like This guy couldn't even beat out Emery Emery, Emery Jones' quarterback. Like He was awful. I just, oh, I just, no, no, no. I just, oh, I just don't get it. Carl Trask is 10 times the quarterback that Andy Richardson is, and Carl Trask can't start a game in the NFL. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm th- not even kidding. Just... I'm genuinely Matt, Matt, not even kidding. Like, I'm genuinely think... not even kidding. Carl Trask was a borderline Heisman candidate. Like, his last season at Florida was incredible. And yet, he went on the pick 64 and Anthony Richardson, because he did well in his underwear, we're talking about as a top five pick. It's, it's honestly, it's mind boggling how much people weigh in on the combine and go, that's the measure of success. He's an athletic freak because he can run around some, I know it's more to it than that. I'm taking a slight joke here. Don't at yeah. me. I love it. I, lo- I love it. I love it. You're, you're either going to be loved for this or absolutely pulled apart. Uh, listen, I mean? I, I'm prepared for this tape to come out in two years time and prepared to either eat it or do victory laps around it because there is nowhere for me to hide we'll clip we'll clip it up don't worry we'll we'll clip it up oh you can and it's gonna be played on twitter for years yeah and it's not gonna be anywhere in between right it's either gonna be a slam dunk success or he's gonna flee him out real bad i don't see him being anywhere in between oh i i I see him being i see him being johnny football bad like that's how bad i think this pick is gonna be (laughs) Like I'm drawing it off that of level. houses <laughs> in the pools. He's gonna oh it's gonna be terrible. Uh, I can't wait. When, when, when I asked oh, you to come on this show, Merv, and then I told you we we're gonna do a mock draft, I bet you had a look oh right, I can go to town on Anthony Richardson for once, you know. <laughs> oh, it's all, all for I, once. I, I listen You should you should go read what I've said about him on fantasy pros. I'm surprised they let me print it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say I listen to a lot of a lot of fantasy podcasts, and they are loving Anthony Richardson. Like, like everyone, everyone is loving him, and it's it's not it's it's quite refreshing to hear somebody pull it apart for them reasons. You know, nobody seems to be pulling these players apart. And I'm, I'm, I think we did this last year as well, as as you know, all all the fantasy content and all the fantasy world and everything loved. And they, they predicted how many QBs to go in the first round. Was it three or four they were saying before the four. draft last year? Four were they were like, go oh, there's, the gonna, there's, there's four in the first round and these are all this and that's this and stuff. And we got one, you know? 
and that was Kenny Pickett. And I, I don't think this is going to be the same, but it's it's nice to hear people yeah. pull pull these players apart. You know, well, Anthony Richardson was walking on water before this, and and you know, <laughs> you've, you've, you know what I mean? He was he was him. walking, up, and and you literally <laughs> walked up to him and gone, nah, <laughs> get under yeah, in your pants, get under. <laughs> You're not kidding anyone in here. No, I just as a fantasy as a fantasy quarterback. But here's the difference, right? People don't understand that bad quarterbacks are good fantasy assets. James Winston. James Winston is not a good quarterback. He was an outstanding fantasy quarterback. Like, at the end well. of the day. And that can happen. Like You can have bad quarterbacks be great for fantasy. And that's what people want. People want to see the show, the theatrics of what Anthony Richardson might might do. It's the same reason why people got overexcited about Trey Lance. Again, he was another player I was never that high on. Like... I, I always said I would have had Matt Wilson at three. I actually had Trey Lance fifth on my list of quarterbacks that year. <laughs> I actually had Davis Mills above. I had David, no kidding. I genuinely had Davis Mills. I had okay. Davis Mills above Trey Lance. And people looked and, at me like and people looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, who's this kid? And I was like, I don't know what to say. And I know Trey Lance has been incredibly unlucky with injuries. And, and you know, he has been. He's been incredibly unlucky with injuries. But it doesn't look like we're looking at right now, like, realistically, Trey Lance might not play another game in the NFL. Brock Purdy's yeah. going to get that job. He's on the quote-unquote trade block. We're well off topic here. I'm just, this is what happens. We, this is why you can't invite me onto podcast because oh, I just come this in. Is, this, is, this, is, this is what me and Mags do on our own. Like, you know, we just go down yeah. rabbit holes. But I, I get it because I was seeing the other day, they were like, um, they were like, oh, I can't remember the two teams. They were saying, oh, these two teams are all in on Trey Lance and they're trying to get Trey Lance over there and stuff like this. And I'm like, I kind of feel like you're trying to bump up his price here. So yeah, somebody will come so. in and offer you something. And I was like, you you can't get rid of him now. And I kind of feel like the 49ers are going to back Brock Purdy. Yeah, you know I, 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 I 100% I, I, expect Brock Purdy I, to come in and, and be the quarterback there. And I, and I think that's why they signed Sam Darnold. I think all along they're trying to, you know, the worst thing they could have done was sign, not really from a succession planning perspective, but they completely tanked Trey Lance's value when they signed Sam Darnold. Yeah. Sam Darnold's not gone there to be a number three. <laughs> like He's no. not. He's not gone from an NFL starter to number three overnight. Like, he's not yeah. going to be clipboard guy. Like, he is going there in the expectation he's the backup. So Trey Lance is Trey Lance is going to go for a third or fourth round pick. Maybe even a fifth. Like his value is gonna yeah, it's yeah. If his value was a first or a second, he'd have gone by now. True. Yeah. It's a guy who's not played football in like what five years properly. Like, yeah, but then, he's not played full, yeah. four years. I think I was uh, yeah, I think yeah. I was chat I think I was chatting to my mate and I think he's only actually played since college. I mean like 21 games in total, and that's yeah, including like that. his. Well, I think yeah. there's one year where he got like 14 since high school, games you mean? And... Yes, yeah, so yeah, high, high school. school. That, that, like... That's what I mean. Yeah, that's including his college career and his NFL career and stuff. And you're going wow. 21 games in like five years, you're like, oh, that's you're gonna struggle, yeah. you're gonna struggle. But I mean, we've we've completely gone off topic here. Like massively, and I don't even think we're going to get the full draft in now. But we'll, we will. we'll, 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 keep... we'll speed. We'll speed it. We, Let's we'll slam through. It. Let's slam. So, uh, so Murph, we're, we're going to come to you with the fifth pick. We're nearly halfway <laughs> through. On pick five. Um, Brilliant. What, what What are the Seattle Seahawks really... doing here? I mean, their biggest needs really. They've got a few, which is you know, edge, uh, interior offensive lineman, cornerback, and wide receiver. <laughs> Um, I don't think they're going wide receiver here, and I don't think they're going into interior offensive linemen in the, in the first round this high. So, realistically, that leaves edge and quarterback, cornerback even. So, you know, they could go one of two ways here. They could either take Christian Gonzalez, who's the quarterback out of Oregon. I, I, I just don't think they're going to do that. It wouldn't shock me entirely, but I don't think they're going to do it. Where I think they're going to go, if this ball goes the way it goes, is Tyree Wilson, who's the edge out of Texas Tech. Now, they could also trade out of this, um, but if if this scenario had played out with three of the top four quarterbacks gone, their market to trade out of this pick has pretty much collapsed. So if Anthony mm. Richardson had somehow survived to this pick, like if he in real life on, on draft day on Thursday, if Anthony Richardson's still on the board here, I can absolutely see the Seahawks getting straight out of this pick and trading down. 
especially as they've got more picks later on. I think they can stockpile on filling all their needs quite nicely. But given that the board, the market for that has completely collapsed, um, I think they're going to take Tyree, you know, uh, Tyree Wilson. And I think, you know, for me, his, his sheer size. Now, I actually have him very closely level with um, Van Ness. But, I, yeah, I think the safer choice here. Uh, and given how Seattle will go, will be with Tyree Wilson. I think he's yeah. a slightly safer prospect. I think Van, ne- Van Ness has the highest ceiling. Uh, but I think they'll go safe and take... Um, yeah, I think they'll take Wilson here. Yeah, it uh, seems fair. Um, and that, that falls in really nice because um, the guy I wanted the Detroit Lions to get was uh, Jalen Carter uh, from yep. Georgia. Yeah. I think I think the Lions are really in need of of um, that. What's it called? Interior defensive lineman. So I, I think I think that's that's a solid pick for them. But I also kind of agree that if Anthony Richardson is still on the board at this point, I kind of feel like the Detroit Lions would pull the trigger on that. But that's me hoping because I want Anthony Richardson there so I could get a lion shirt that says Richardson on the back. <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to put. I'm not going to put any money in you now, Murph. Again, again. <laughs> I love it. I will say this about. I will say this about Carter. If he doesn't get selected here by the Lions, I don't think there's many teams that will be high on Carter due to those off-field issues that he's had. Uh, yeah. Made a few gaffes at the at the combine. I would say for me that if he doesn't get taken here, he's one that I can see dropping all the way back to the twenties. Like I think the teams after him are not likely because I think Dan Campbell's that sort of character that he believes in that reformer attitude of right time to grow up now I'm giving you your chance and he'll buy into that I think there are GMs and and coaches well after the Lions here that won't be quite so good so I think if Carter doesn't go here don't be surprised if you see him fall well down the board fair enough fair enough uh Mags with the seventh pick Las Vegas I mean, <laughs> they need about four first round picks. Like there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of holes that they they need to fill. The defense was so bad. I mean, you could talk about like loading up an offense. They probably do need a quarterback, but actually, kind of what we talked about earlier, Jimmy Garoppolo is like your kind of. We talked about with Davis Mills. Just stick with him. Just stick with Jimmy G. You're nowhere near ready to win at the minute. So for me, it comes down to like two two ways here. Do you, do you grab a cornerback to you know help you know? reduce this heavy scoring that you're conceding every single week or do you add somebody else to that you know pass rush that you've got that people are afraid of people are only afraid of max crosby at the minute so actually i'd love to see somebody like nolan smith go to the raiders i think just adding an extra little bit of threat there alongside max crosby could give them a little bit more bite a little bit more edge to their game and yeah make teams a little bit afraid so between it's Christian Gonzalez or Nolan Smith for me. I think because of the way they tested, they might fall in love with with Nolan Smith. So I'd put him on the on the readers. Nolan Smith. Sorry, I'm just ma- I'm just making notes of of who, who I've got speaking. it. I've got it on my iPad. You don't need to. You're all. You're oh, all you, are you, are you, oh, sorry. Um, right. Well, we'll <laughs> we'll go back to Murph then. We're Atlanta. What what kind of miracle are you going to work for Atlanta here? So I think they probably would have their eye on on Nolan Smith. Now I actually am a bit lower on Nolan Smith than than other analysts out there. I would have him on the next tier down. I've kind of already tipped who I would have here. I think the Falcons need to go uh, go edge here. You're talking about a team here that ranked uh, dead last in sacks per drop back, three and a half percent, and pressure rate, which was around twenty percent. So for me, I would take Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I just think. When you're at this stage at the draft, you've seen a couple of edges go. I want to shoot for the moon. I think Lucas Van Ness is the next. For me, I look at ceiling outside of Will Anderson Jr. here for me. He's just a slam dunk. I could almost put him in the Hall of Fame. I think he's going to be that good. Um, (laughs) The next player down who I think has got the potential to be an absolute game-changing edge is Van But Van Ness is raw. But then I don't think the Falcons are winning this year. So I think, you know, for me going to somewhere like the Falcons, where I don't think they're going to win the division title this year, um, I don't think they're going to compete in the playoffs. I think he can get a lot of experience playing, uh, get rid of those rookie mistakes, um, just really work on technique, good coaching. they got good coaches there in Atlanta. They're starting to get things right there, I think. 
it could be a really nice landing spot for him. So I, I, you know, as much as as a Buccaneers fan, I wouldn't like to see them get a high value player. I think Van Ness is the guy I would take here. But I think on draft night, if Nolan Smith was on the board, that's who they would take. Yeah, yeah, com- completely agree. Um, so I, I actually looked at um, the Bears trading out of this pick, but um, the guy that I wanted to fall for the Bears is still there. And somebody's going to have to help me with the name here because I'm probably going to say it wrong. But it's, uh, is it Kalijah Kansi? Is that how you say it? Or Kansi? Oh, Kan. Kalijah Kansi. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. I I think the Bears um, would be looking to take him. I think that's a position they need to to work on. And and he's he's up there with, with one of the best at that position here. So I think the Bears would go for him. Yeah, wow. but, I like it. Yeah, so uh, that Best takes pick. us. That takes us then to the Eagles and Mags. Right. Okay. So there's there's one player that everyone everybody keeps walking to the Eagles at this pick, and I I would hate it if they took him. I would be so annoyed if they if they said those two words, Bijan Robinson. That would like slightly terrify me with that Eagles offense. I don't think they're going to. I, I just think they've got too many other priorities to to look at. Like, I think safety for me is somewhere that they might want to go look at. I think they've got quite an aging defensive line as well that they probably want to address at some stage. Also, I think they lost both of their starting linebackers this year. So they've got holes to fill. They don't have a hole to fill at running back that they need to address in the first round, in my opinion, anyway. So... Looking at the people that we've still got on the board here, they can also look at cornerback too, because obviously they've got they've got contracts coming up that they might not be able to fulfill at cornerback. A guy that's standing out to me that's still on the board here is actually Brian Branch. I think he might be the best safety in the class. Mm-hmm. He would fit quite nicely at the Philadelphia Eagles and another weapon on defense to terrify people, which you know I hate as well. I don't like the Eagles have a pick this high. I think if Brian Branch is there, that's the guy they'll, they'll go with though. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's there. a great pick. Go on, Murph. Go on. I was going to say, uh, I think that's a great pick. I think, I think as you say, it's a big need for them, I, I especially with the run on edges that has happened. I think really, realistically, they would have hated to see that. The only edge there that they can consider taking is Miles Murphy, which I think is, I don't know if that's necessarily the right value range that you're looking at. Um, they could go interior offensive line. I don't think you're doing that at 10. I think you're waiting later on down the line. So, yeah, as you say... Yep. I think Branch makes the way that the board has fallen makes absolutely the most sense. I think yeah. if there's less of a run at edge, I could see them going that direction. Um, if yeah. a Van Ness is on the board here, if uh, a Smith's on the board still, I could see them going that way. But yeah. with both those players gone, Branch had to be sort of the obvious choice here, given the needs on yeah. the roster. So I'm totally with you. I can't see Bijan Robinson going here. No, no, that'd be, be mad. It'd be madness. Yeah. So the the other thing I was going to say is uh, I've seen a lot of things that are saying that the Eagles need a wide receiver as well, and I was like, again, what? I don't I don't think they're gonna they're gonna touch a wide receiver or a running back in the first round. I think if anything, I think at this pick, depending on how the board's gone, like you said, Murph, with all the edges off, I think they possibly look at trading that pick away and sort of seeing what's seeing what people are out there and what people are looking I for. I don't see the value in trading here. I don't see who's trading up here. I think we're in the range of the mm. draft now where the elite players are going. I don't think unless you're the, the only somebody's team got moving one on the if if one's still got somebody mm. on the board that they're like, oh I fancy that one, I think the Eagles are the, the prime candidates to trade back. Yeah, I mean I guess I just don't see I don't the team's picking up after them here. I don't see them having that kind of screaming need to move up and jump ahead of other teams because they've all got such varying degrees of need. Um, so, yeah, I, we, we can see what happens. But, yeah, I, I don't know if necessarily anyone's giving them big value to move up here. And I don't think the Eagles will want to. I think Ryan Branch is, as you say, the best safety in this class. Yeah. I think from him to the next the next safety down, I think it's quite considerable drop-off. Um I think you want to get if you're if you're a player of the if you're a team of the Eagles you're not picking this high again for a long time make the most of it and yeah. get the best player on your roster and I think you know I wouldn't say Branch is a top ten player in this draft but I think at position he's so much better than everybody else I think it's yeah it's a screaming slam dunk pick yeah 
Yeah. Uh, so that takes us to the pick 11 for the Tennessee Titans. Murph, back to you, mate. Well, look, let's get it right with Tennessee here. They could literally, they have so many needs. Um, Edge is a big need for them, but given what's come off the board, that could be really difficult. Um, The one position here that really we haven't seen anybody come off the board is tackle, which is a position of need. And looking at the board, uh, Skoronsky's here. He's He's available, which probably is... Something you wouldn't have expected. Paris Johnson Jr. is here. It's not something um, you would have expected. The GMs would be really wise to pick. You know, for me, I probably would go Skaronski. I think he's the he's the tackle I would value. So he's the guy I would pick here if the board fell this way. I would yeah. say this is a good landing spot here uh, for JSN. I think JSN could be in consideration here. Um, there's lots of people tipping Tennessee to go quarterback here. I don't think they're reaching to take Will Levis here. I think they'll be quite happy to just. Um, I think they'd just be quite happy to get a solid player. Tackle makes sense. Uh, I think that's where they should go, and I think that makes their team instantly better overnight because that was a big reason why they weren't as good as they were last year. Um. So with that, with that, we'll go to the next pick, which is the Texans, and. Uh, we will have Jackson Smith and Jigba come off the board. Um, yeah. I think it makes sense to keep him and CJ Stroud together. And I think that's quite a smart pick by the Texans. So, uh, so yeah. So, not much to say about that. But, Mags, we'll go to you for the Jets and pick 13. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. You mentioned earlier, I think, Paris Johnson Jr., the Mackay Becton experiment continues mm. i suppose for another year as well but i think that's where they need a bit of help especially you know if you got iron rogers coming and you want to keep him protected so let's go paris johnson jr in at the jets and murph we're, we're back we're back to you with the new england I can't, I, I can't believe we've let the new england patriots get absolute value of this pick but that is exactly what's going to happen if the board falls yeah. this way christian gonzalez cornerback from Oregon. I said his name earlier. Um, Easily the best cornerback in this class. It's one of their biggest positions of need. And yet we've just slotted a day one starter, potential pro bowl caliber player. And we've just gone ahead and given them straight to the New England Patriots. So, you know, well done us for always making sure the Patriots (laughs) land on their feet successfully, because that's just what we've done. (laughs) Slam dunk pick. It's just absolutely no brainer. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm I'm struggling to find out what I've done here because I've put my next pick down as, as the Cowboys and I don't know why. It's the Packers, um, isn't it? It's the, it is it is it is yeah. it is the Packers, but I I don't know if I've I've said that they're gonna trade up. Um but yeah, we'll we'll go for it. So we're we're gonna say that the Cowboys trade up to this pick. Oh and, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. Oh. Gary Jones. Gary Jones. For some reason, I've not put what what trade that they're going to put in, but we're going to put Jerry Jones is going to trade up to to this pick with the Packers, and yeah. uh, he's going to take yeah. Bijan Robinson. <laughs> Do you know what's mental? Is I actually think that's something that could happen. Like I that's agree. not even outside the realms of possibility. Like that's quite a realistic <laughs> trade. Normally, that's, when you do these mock yes. draft trades, you're like, I just can't see that happening. I can totally see Jerry Jones moving up the board Absolutely. here, five spots to go and get. Yeah, and the Packers will do it yeah. because they got so many holes. Yeah, the pa- the Packers will get a bit of a bit of value, and the Cowboys will move up. That's obviously what I was thinking. I've just haven't put what trade it was I've done in there, but um, wow. but yeah. So I've got the Cowboys trading up to this spot to take uh, Bijan Robinson. I don't but, hate yeah. it at all. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll move on to uh, Washington and back to you, Mags. Yeah, Washington. They've got a few. People that you could be looking at here, I mean, offensive line, perhaps, I suppose. Um, tight end, they don't really have a, a tight end of note. Actually, a guy I think, I don't know if this is a bit too rich for him maybe here, but a guy I think would suit well in Washington uh, is the guy that can do all the tight end. It's Michael Mayer. I think he would slot in quite nicely. He would be there for years and years to come and just be a guy that they don't have to worry about for the next decade. So I don't know if 16 is a bit too rich for him, but 
I, I, I could see them pipping for Michael Mayer here at, at pick 16. I I have him actually 21 to the Chargers, mate. So I, I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to hate it. I, I like there's there's another tight end the Chargers should definitely take instead of Michael Mayer. There, that would get me very excited. Yeah, yeah. The, I've I've but we'll get to that in a bit. But but yeah, I, I, I like that pick, Michael Mayer. There. So um, with that, we'll go to uh, over to Pittsburgh and Murph. What? Oh, you, you this is crazy, right? Because. This is like dreamland for Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh would be sitting here thinking like all their players are off the board. They're gonna they're gonna have to go wide now. The fun pick here will be to give them Quinton Johnston. That's not what I'm gonna do because I'm not a fun guy. I'm a very boring, traditional studious person. <laughs> he's uh, he's also not he's not invited to the suited. draft either, right? Quinton Johnston is he not? Not, been invite, not been invited to the draft. Who's not invited to the draft? That's weird. I didn't know that. I okay. know, so um, it doesn't yeah, it looks like he'll fall like the first round, which is mental. So then so then we've sit here. That'd be wild if that happened, because he's it's so good. But okay. So now we're sitting here and they really have options. And it's a tough one. Um I'm probably gonna go ahead and just go on positional value. I'm gonna give him Darnell Wright, the Texan uh, the uh, tackle out of Tennessee. But I also was very close to giving them Devin Witherspoon, who I also think is a strong positional need for the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. So the fact they would have even had that choice, I think they're sitting here on draft night delighted to have that choice. I think they'll go one or the other, depending on. I think Wright probably goes before. I think he slipped down on this particular draft. So I, I think Wright for them is good value here at 17. They'll be delighted to pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's, that's, a, that's a great pick. And uh, over to Detroit, um, where I missed it, but I'm pretty sure Miles Murphy has come off the off the board, no. hasn't he? No, has he not? He's still there. Oh, oh. So I, I'm well. That's it done then. So I, I I heard somebody mention him earlier. I wasn't sure if they they took him off. No, the board. I, yeah, I talked about uh, him. It's like edges left over, but yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think the Detroit Lions leave this first round with. Um, with Jalen Carter and Miles Murphy as, as their two first round picks, and I, and I think they'd be very happy and very very glad with that. So I'm going to say Miles Murphy edge to the Detroit Lions, which which then brings us to uh, to the most exciting moment of the night, and that's pick uh, 19. And, don't mess uh, this up, Max. Don't mess so, this up. So that's that's Will Levis to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> <then. Yeah. laughs> so. In, in an even further plot twist, if if we if we're oh don't trade out of it, don't delighted. be that guy. No, um, better than that. The the record of all the picks I've been keeping, my whole iPad has just crashed, so I've lost like everything. So now I'm under even more pressure to like to like not pick the guy that I kind of had lined up, but someone who I'm like just gonna have to you know kind of pluck out of out of midair. I did think beforehand that. They, they were going to go offensive line um, just, you know, based on the need that they have. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily like, you know, the the greatest offensive line class in the world. It's pretty good, but maybe there are, you know, some better picks elsewhere. We've already had Paris Johnson come off the board. He was guy I was thinking about. There are people, have we had, Dar, have we had Darnell Wright come off the board yet? He's an interesting, has he come off he the went, board as well? Went. Yeah, he went to the Steelers. Uh, the only other guy I had was Anton Harris, and there was like a third, a third kind of guy I was thinking about. Broderick Jones. Go. Broderick Jones, yeah, man. I just wish that my my whole file hadn't crashed because I had a whole I had a whole thing lined up, so it's slightly unfortunate. <laughs> but I I would go offensive like Murphy. Do you think would you be disappointed if you came out of it with an offensive lineman as as a Bucks fan? That, 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 that I would say if Brian Branch was off the board then I would say that offensive line is easily the biggest need on this team. And I think yeah. if, if Broderick Jones was still here, Broderick Jones would be the guy I would I would take. I think um, character-wise, personality-wise, I think he's a good fit. Um, he can play right yeah. tackle. Um, so he can come in, play right tackle. Worth is going to play left tackle. So easier position to get under control. Um, I, yeah. I, and I, I think Broderick Jones is a great character. Like as a, as a guy... 
I think you can't yeah. you can't miss with the character. Um, I don't think he's the best offensive tackle in this draft, but I don't think you need to draft the best offensive tackle if they're going to play right tackle. He's not going to come in yeah. and have to play left tackle. So uh, I think he's more than good enough to be selected here, and I think he's more than good enough to play right tackle for the Tampa Buccaneers. So I'd be quite happy with Roderick Jones if, if the pick Jones. was here. Branch, if Branch was on the board, I'd be quite happy with that pick. I don't think I'd be too happy with almost any. I think those or another offensive tackle, if it's not yeah. Jones. I think outside of that, I don't think I'd be pretty. Whatever other position we would take, I don't want to see a running back. I don't want to see a quarterback. I don't really want to see. If we trade Devin White and you want to go linebacker, fine. I don't think it's great value. I don't think this is a great linebacker mm. class. Hence why we're 19 picks in and we haven't picked one. Yeah, I, uh, Roderick Jones to me would probably make the most sense, given the way the board's fallen. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And Murph, uh, we'll go over to you to Seattle. Uh, I don't have this pick. I can pick. Oh, I do have this pick. Sorry. Uh, okay. So this board has gone pretty... Well, it's not too bad for Seattle. It's not gone quite the way they, they would have hoped. But, you know, we have given them... Uh, a quality position already. So let's go ahead and give them um, a cornerback. So I'm probably going to go ahead and select Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. So I think this is a great, uh, yeah, I think this is a great draft for them. If they walk away with Tyree Wilson and, and Joey Porter Jr., then like I think yeah. they're, they're laughing. Guy's going to be great in coverage, especially press coverage. Yeah, I just think this is like dreamland for Seattle. You might as well give me the job as the GM of the Seattle Seahawks moving forward because I don't think they could do any better than that. I'm just saying. I think it's it's like this will get me hired as any GM in the league, I think, this draft. A-plus, don't even need to worry about the remaining rounds. They could all stink. I'd still get an A. <laughs> and, you, and you've earned it, mate. I'll give you that. You've earned it. Um, so so I mean, it's so just the way the chips fall. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm back on the clock with the, the LA Chargers. And like I said, uh, I had Michael Mayer as the tight end going to the Chargers, but I am going to take the person who I think is the better tight end, but um, I didn't think he'd fall to me, which is Dalton Kincaid. I love and that I, so much. And and I think he'll he'll be a, a great fit in. I, honestly, Max, I had him too there, but I just didn't think, I thought maybe another team would... Would come in earlier for him, but yeah, I've got Dalton Kincaid going to the Chargers at twenty-one. Yep, um, love that pick. And then we're gonna go to the Baltimore Ravens at twenty-two. Mags. Yeah, I mean, why why break a habit that that doesn't die? You know, the Ravens are probably going to select a receiver here and probably going to ruin their career. So let's um, let's think about which one it's going to be. Could be could be Quentin Johnson. Could be Jordan Addison. For what the Ravens want to do. Hey, Quentin Johnson seems to fit. I know he hasn't been invited to the draft, but actually, mm. I think Quentin Johnson and the Ravens, him on one side, you got OBJ. I think that could that could maybe work quite well. So let's let's lock in Quentin Johnson for the Ravens. Love it, love it. Weirdly, I actually really like that. Um, Murph, we're we're back to you then with the Minnesota Vikings. So this is a really tough one because I didn't think it'd be in this position, but it looks like I'm going to have to select Deontay Banks, the cornerback out of Maryland. And this is just purely because I don't know what's going on there in Minnesota, but they released five cornerbacks this offseason. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't have any. they got Byron Murphy <laughs> Jr. Like, it's it's getting to the point where they might have to pull fans out of the, out of the crowd to play cornerback in the NFL like it's that desperate. So as much as I would have loved and I would have loved to have given them uh, Trenton Simpson, who's the linebacker out of Clemson, who I think would do a really, really good I think he'd be a really good fit. Yeah. They just have such a script. They're in a position where they put themselves into such a desperate position of need that they absolutely have to draft an elite cornerback. And I don't think I don't think Banks is elite, but I think he's that tier down of really competent, solid, and he could play day yeah. one. And I don't think there's many more day one cornerbacks left in this draft. So I would I would say Banks is, is something that if it happened in, on draft night, that would be working very nicely for them. Yeah. Um, just refresh me now. Has Cam Smith come off the board? Cornerback no. for South Carolina. So I've got him going to the Jags. I think the Jags are in yeah. need of a cornerback as well. And yeah. Um, I've got I've got him going to 
to the Jags. So, uh, Mags, we're back, we're back to you, mate, with uh, yep. the New York Giants. Uh, I think this is maybe the, this is maybe the easiest pick I've had all night. I think they they need a wide receiver. Jordan Addison is there. He's the best wide receiver left there. I think they would if Jordan Addison was there for the Giants. Pick twenty five. That that's a slam dunk. I think they'd definitely take him. I very nearly took the uh, took Jordan Addison for the Jags, but I, I think they've got other needs that need before yeah that. Um, yeah. Murph. Uh, so we've had. The Cowboys trade up. So you're going to give me to... the Green Bay Packers. So I'm going to give you the Green Bay Packers instead. Okay. So uh, this board has gone pretty horrible for uh, the Packers. I wouldn't take safety here. I don't think the value's there. Um, you've taken Kincaid, who would have been probably their top guy yeah. uh, at tight end. So I don't think reaching for tight end here even makes a lot of sense. Therefore, I think we're just going to have to go look at the wide receivers. And I'm thinking it's going to have to be Zay Flowers. I don't think yeah. I can think of anybody else here that looks like it could be a fit. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you could look at Jalen Hyatt. I don't think Jalen Hyatt is as good a fit or the versatility is there that, that Zay Flowers brings. So I, I think we're going to go with Zay Flowers here. And I would absolutely hate this from a fantasy perspective, by the way. Like if I was a fantasy mm-hmm. guy, I would I would mark Flowers' value down slightly uh, going to Jordan Love, who is in all effects a rookie quarterback in his fourth year um, yeah. on an offense that doesn't have a load. But he should get a ton of opportunity. That could be his upside. So yeah, Zay Flowers here to the Packers. Okay, well, well, we'll try and fly through these last five as we've only got a couple of minutes left. Um, so, Mags, I'm going to really break your heart now. And with the Buffalo no! Bills, I'm going to take Jameer Gibbs. No! At 27. I think they're, they're <laughs> desperate for a running back and yeah. I don't see him falling past. I think if he's there for the Bills, I think they take him, if I'm honest. Um, Mags, over to you with the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals, I think, you know, all the talk we did last year with Han and everything, they they need a tackle. They need someone on that offensive line. Uh, is Osir- Osiris Torrance still on the board? Have I, have I missed him yep. leaving? Is he, no, is he available? He's there. I, yep. I, I think they might go Osir- Osiris Torrance just to kind of add to that room and get more protection for it for Joe Burrow. Love it. Murph, the Saints. Wheels up for the Saints. They're going to go Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver from Tennessee. They're just going to put yeah. a flat track speed guy out there to go uh, test uh, the arm of Derek Carr and retool this offense with some decent weapons, especially without Kamara next year for a few games. They're going to struggle on offense uh, unless they get some more weapons on board. So um, I think they're going to go and get themselves a big speed guy. And so Jalen Hyatt is going to be that. Well, as well, I say big, not, I don't mean literally big. I mean like a big player. Uh, so Jalen Hyatt's the pick. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I'm, don't know what to do. Um, so with the Eagles, I'm going to say that they take Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi. Um, I think they sneak him at the back end of the draft. And Mags will come to you quick for the last pick of the draft. And it's your team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you're realistic. I would love Jameer Gibbs here, but I actually think a guy that, that the Chiefs are looking at is someone like a Mazzy Smith, just a big kind of freak that you can put in there just to continue with that amazing sort of line that the Chiefs are, are building nice and slowly. So I think Mazzy Smith is a perfect fit out of Michigan. I love it. I love it. But but that, that brings us to the end of our uh, mock draft. I was quite surprised that I believe <laughs> only three QBs went. Um, Will Levis has dropped no, out. I'm not. And, and, <laughs> and, um, and we and we saw five wide receivers off the board as well, which I was I was quite surprised mm. at. I I didn't think I'd see that many, but they all make sense. But um, before we go, uh, Murph, anything you'd, you'd like to to plug before we go quickly? I mean, I'm really proud of us of not drafting Will Levis, guys. Like, I don't think I've been prouder of any work that we've done in quite a long time. So, you know, yeah. we should all go to bed feeling really good about ourselves for uh, for resisting that uh, temptation to draft Will Levis as a first-round quarterback when he's really a third-round graded player. So, well done, us. Um, 
as for what we should plug, uh, what should I plug? Um, yeah, you can catch up uh, on the flagship show Thursday um, is now our new date. So um, you can catch up on all the work there. Um, our stocks is coming back. So it'll be me and stocks flying high. Um, we've got Pat Fitzmorris this week on Thursday, uh, dropping some knowledge on some rookies. So that'll be exciting as we go into draft night uh, full of hope. Um and I use those words with inverted commas. Um, and then I guess uh, you catch up work on Fantasy Pros. You can check out all the guys' work like balls over at 5 Uh, We've got our Dynasty show headed by Dan. We've got a college show dropping soon. That's got Simo involved. Uh, and then the Fantasy Football Playbook will be dropping at some point in June. It is in production. Um very early stages of production all the research and everything's done it's just about physically writing it so i'll be busy with that for the next few weeks and then ffcc um if you haven't had a chance to sign up and join the tournament then do join up uh and sign up for the tournament uh it should be good fun um it's a charity tournament we raise money for uh mps society so that's there and also you'll catch me on the um streamathon which you guys are all going to be part Ooh. of for fantasy wildcard i will be there on the 20th um so you catch up there and then the uk ffc i will have a q a spot um and it was also really nice that they didn't want me to be the sole ginger speaking so they recruited another <laughs> ginger and my lookalike will gavin he will be there as well so um and i think uh matt from twitter is sandwiched between us which i don't think he was too pleased about <laughs> <laughs> that's it and then just catch me on catch me on the twitterverse drop me a, G, uh, a dm if you want to ask any questions or anything don't else. You, that's don't it, you really. have to make don't you have to make a donation now because you called him matt from twitter no what i did is i gave him a load of money up front um knowing i was going to drop that several times so i still think i've got some credit there <laughs> fair enough i think i've still got but, i still yeah. think i've got another two or three but you do now you just dropped it <laughs> No, oh, well, <laughs> he's already had enough money out of me. He can, he can, he can have some more. Why not? Eh? <laughs> really? But yeah, man, th- thanks for coming on, Murph, and uh, tune in next Big week, family. guys, where where we'll uh, rewind the draft. Can't wait.